Hi, my name is Emma Criddle. This is Storytime with Emma, and today I'm reading Stink, Solar System Superhero by Megan McDonald, illustrated by Peter Reynolds. Today's chapters are Chapter 5 and Chapter 6. Chapter 5, Jupiter Jerks. The, full, the following Monday morning, the following Monday morning, Stink was in a huddle with his friends. Uh, we have to tell everybody about Pluto, and so they'll vote to keep it in the solar system. Let's tell the whole world, said Sophie. The whole galaxy, said Webster. The whole universe, said Skunk. Stink's team made up a secret handshake. And they each put, uh, they put out a fist and, pulled, and, piled on, on, and piled one on top of the other. Pool, uh, P-L-U-T-O, they shouted, then waved their hands high in the air and yelled, Pluto, power! Look out, here comes Riley and her friends, said Skunk. Logan, Morgan, Logan, Logan, Morgan, and Heather. Aren't they, Logan, Morgan, and Heather aren't her friends, said Stink. They're just on her team because they because she let them touch her space rock. Space rock said Riley. It's a hunk of me. It's a hunk of meteor from Mars. La di da. said Skunk. What's from? No. What's your team? No. What's your team's name? Asked Riley. Stink bombs. Not from. No. What's your? No. What's yours? The Jupiter jerks. Asked Stink. It's way more official if you can if you have a name. We're team uh, we're team Kick Pluto's butt. Team KPB for short. No time. No way will. No way will Mrs. D let you use but use some butt in your team name. Said Stink. This is school thing. Okay. Then we're the. We'll be team Kick Pluto's behind. That's still KPB. Whatever," said Sophie. "The stink. We've just from. You just like. You just like Pluto because it's small, and you're the shortest." Riley said. "You're always from. You're always from. You're always for the underdog, but everybody knows that Jupiter is the best. We even have from. We even. We even have team shirts," and said so. She said. Just then, Riley's team lined up behind her, all wearing the same shirts. The the shirt did not say Space Camp Rules. The shirts did not say Team KPB. The shirts did not even have words. They had, they, each shirt had a number, 134340, the number for Pluto. And now that is, and now, and now that it wasn't a planet. Now, from, now that it wasn't a planet, Stink looked down at his shirt. I'm kind of a big deal. It took I took the top. He took the top off of a marker and changed it to Pluto. Is kind of a big deal. Look, I look up in the sky. Stink Riley pointed. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a frog. No, wait. It's a puny ex-planet getting kicked out of the solar system. Team KPB cracked up. You should be. You should be team underdog.
Riley Rottenberger sure is rotten, and getting and getting rottener by the minute. After school, Sink and his friend Sink and his team met at the Toad Pee Club Clubhouse, from the AKA the backyard tent. We need an official name," said Stink. "How about the Stink from the the Stinkazoid?" said Skunk. "The Pluto the Plutotonic," said Webster. "The extra the extra extra galactic Einsteins," said Sophie. "But but maybe Rotten Rotten Riley, and maybe Rotten Riley was that was right for once," said Stink. "We could be the underdogs, small like Pluto, but we come from behind to beat the pants off the Jupiter jerks." And you could be, and you could be Captain Pluto, our leader," said Sophie of the Elves. "Captain Pluto and and the underdogs," said Stink. "I like it." Everybody agreed. Captain Pluto and the underdogs made T-shirts for their team. They each drew a planet, a flying planet, wearing a Superman cape, with a with with a capital P. Let's from let's make signs too," said Skunk. "Cuckoo for Pluto," said Webster, waving his markers in the air. Oh, we can march around the school, wave move, and wave our Pluto signs. We can have a Pluto parade on the playground," said Stink. And for a long time, all the no, all that could be heard in the tent was a squeak. It was the squeaking of markers. At last, the signs were finished. The underdogs went home. Stink ate super, Stink ate a super good dinner and thought about Pluto. He took a bath and thought about Pluto. He brushed his teeth and thought about Pluto. He did not some. He did not science homework and thought he his not science home. He did his not science homework and thought about Pluto. Stink Moody, A.K.A. Captain Pluto, had Pluto on his brain. The Stink went to the went to bed and couldn't sleep. A couldn't and couldn't sleep a wink. He sneaked outside to the tent. He shone, he shone a flashlight on the signs lined up in the in a quiet in a quiet parade. Next thing he knew, the next thing he knew, a bright light was shining back at him, right right smack dab in the eyes. Hey, hey! Called Stink, shielding his eyes. Stink Moody said a deep, said a deep voice, and that is the this is the Pluto police. And come out with your hands up. But it was not the Pluto police. It was just Judy. You scared me half to death," said Stink. "What are you doing out here in the middle of the night? What do you think? I'm spying on what you're doing out here, out here in the middle of the night." Judy's flash, flashlight hit the signs. Pluto is kind of a big deal. Wow, did you guys make all of these? Yep, today. What? No, what do you think? No, what do you think? Uh, did I from? Did I did a Pluto need? I think you have Plutoitis. You need a Pluto. You need a Pluto ectomy. Said Doctor Judy. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. Said Stink. Just think, he half. He has. He half whispered. He half whispered, pointing to the night sky. 
and Pluto, uh, and Pluto's up there right now, billions of miles away, just waiting for us to help him. To Earthling, it's, it, to Earthlings, it just looks like a golf ball with dimple, uh, with dimples, but it's but it's spinning, it's spinning out there with tons of other hunks of rocks and junks and and chunks of ice, and it needs us. And don't forget space junk," said Judy. "You know the trash that astronauts throw away, like fridges and stuff. They don't have refrigerators flying around outer space. Yeah, huh? The and paper clips and sneaker and sneakers and decks of cards and empty jars of tang and all sorts of stuff." And Judy and Sting tilted their heads back at back and back and stared up at the at the sky. Killer rocks are out there too," said Stink, streaking through through space. One could smash into Earth at any time at any second. A big giant asteroid like the one that wiped out the dinosaurs could be on its way, headed right to planet or for planet Earth. Cosmic said Judy. Now you better now you better hope the asteroid hits before Mom and Dad find out here. Find out here, you're here. Now find out you're out here in your PJs on a school night when you're supposed to be in bed. Stink and Judy headed back in the house to bed, but before they did, Stink turned off his flashlight. He held two fingers up to the sky. Erp, he said, "Oh, we come in peace." Chapter six: Short stuff. Earlier the next morning, Stink's team stood out front of the school. As the bu- as the buses pulled up, Captain Pluto and the underdogs waved their signs. Rotten Riley marched up to Sting, hands on hips. The school hasn't even started yet, she said. Mrs. Diaz said we could do this that we could do this only during recess. Who can wait? said Stink. Riley turned and stomped Riley turned and stomped away. You just wait. I'll get you for this, said Stink Moody. That's Captain Pluto to you, yelled Stink. And the underdogs yelled the underdogs. At recess, Captain P and the underdogs waved signs again. They shouted stuff. They even sang songs. Respect! That's what Pluto needs from me, as Stink sang at the top of his lungs. Give me a P, Skunk yelled. Give me an L. Give me a U. Give me a T. Give me an O. Oh, what do you got? Pluto! yelled the underdogs. I can't hear- I can't hear you! Pluto! screamed the underdogs. Soon, nearly half the, play- half the whole playground was screaming too. Then out came Riley, the uh, Ry- uh, Rotten Riley, and the KPBs. They were dressed in black, uh, from head to toe, carrying shovels. Are they wearing garbage bags? Asked Sophie. Sure enough, Riley and the KPBs were wearing gar- uh, were wearing black garbage bags with holes that cut where their uh, was where their heads and arms poked through. Everybody yelled, "Who forgot to take out the trash?" Now uh, we're not trash," said Riley. "We're dressed in black because we're going to a funeral." Huh? What? 
Uh, FYI, Pluto died. Pluto is D-E-A-D, dead. And then Riley and her rotten team began to dig in the dirt. Then they put were no they they uh, were not plant they were not planting a garden. They were not searching for buried treasure. They were digging a grave, a grave for Pluto. Well, we've been skunked," said Skunk. Riley took a took out a stinky a tiny plastic ball. Pluto is officially dead. And she said, dropping the ball into the hole and covering it over with dirt. Goodbye, Pluto, and said the KBBs. I sure will miss you, but you're not a planet anymore. And when they were, when they were done, they put up markers in the dirt, like a, like at the pet cemetery. A moment of silence. A moment of silence, please," said Riley, with a serious face. A hush from the hush fell over the second grade crowd, and the playground was dead silent. A stink felt like he was in black in a black hole. He couldn't help it. He spoke. He broke the spell. Pluto is so not dead, Riley Rottenberger. A stink walked away with a no at a warp speed, leaving a dust trail behind him. Erp. The end, and I hope you have a nice day. See you tomorrow, and I can't wait to find out what happens next.